fuck you, boys. All those English birds aren't like what you say, so fuck you. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly, the birthday boy? That shit is over. Done with. 35 years old. Welcome to my world. Yep, I'm here now. I know. New demographic. In the senior realm. So, um, quick birthday roundup. Uh, I had a good time last week. We all went to Oakland for the w- Grand Wackerly Birthday Fest. It's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a pretty good time. And may I commend you that uh, you're probably the biggest baller that I know. <laughs> so, me, I, I went out on a limb. Uh, let, let me just uh, qualify that statement. So we all go out to eat at a restaurant of your choosing. I forgot the name of it. Vietnamese, I think. I can't pronounce it, actually. I do know the name, but I can't But that, I mean, it. there must have been at least like 14 people there. Wackerly picks up the bill himself. All you. That's true. You can tell you're not Jewish for that like reason. Like you said, baller. Baller. That was such a baller thing to do. And it was, <laughs> you notice I didn't tell anybody I was going to pick it up. Nah. So, so nobody went overboard on their consumption. Uh, dude, I think yeah. your sister even said after that, oh, I would have eaten more. I would have drank four times as much had I known that. Well, I'm not, I'm a, might be a baller, but I'm not stupid. Here I am getting $3 Vietnamese beers that I don't even remember the name. I think they were called like 33 or yeah, something. They don't even have a name. Yeah, it's just a number. <laughs> they're like three bucks. But meanwhile, Wackerly's picking up the bill. Had I known that, I would have been drinking Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they had Johnny. It wasn't actually that expensive because I don't know if you knew this, but we were all eating cat meat, which is maybe a good segue (laughs) for later. But uh, it was pretty sweet. I mean, I got a lot of drinks bought for me afterwards. I got a high dollar booze at the fancy bar across the street. Yeah, that's the thing. If you invite people, a baller way to invite people out for your birthdays, you pick the restaurant, tell them to come there, you pick up the check. That's ball. That's That's what P. Diddy does. Well, the other thing was. Oh, wait, I'm not as more baller than Pete. Oh, no, Pete Diddy. I thought you were talking about Pete Town. I thought you were talking about Pete Town. No, Pete Town wanted to pick up the, the bill. With that Diddy. cheap bastard. I'm on the level with Pete Diddy. Yeah, Pete Diddy and Wackerly, same level. But I told people not to bring me gifts, and yet they did. Yeah, so, liquor, I mean, I got. Bottles of liquor. Yeah, but a lot of expensive liquor. So, even besides the drinks that were purchased for me. Uh, at the bar, I mean, I have like a stocked bar at home now, so I think I got. I think on I balance, think I got well. out of there all right. But you know, I, I gotta admit, you must have been wasted, just yeah, hung over the next day. That was day. a little too much. We go to the bar afterwards. A little too much. You for went. Wackerly. You went home to drop off the robo binge and a couple other things, some in your bottles of liquor. Come back to the bar. There must have been nine shots lined up waiting for you. Right. Yeah, and you I'm gonna wasted. do the. And I'm gonna do those shots. If you it's know still, me at all. Yeah. No, but I mean, you're pretty wasted, right? I think I got some good pics pretty that wasted. night of don't, don't uh, you cutting the rug. Don't I, post I won't post them, but maybe to the forum. You won't be invited maybe to, to the my, forum. Yeah, maybe to the forum. <laughs> Nobody goes there anymore. So then you ended up going to L.A. for uh, your actual birthday, which is on Saturday, right? How was yeah, that? Yeah, I went to uh, a benefit for the Down Syndrome Association of L.A., which sounds a lot worse <laughs> than it was. Because people starry? might not know Were this. Were you a spokesperson? 
people yeah people might not know this but uh joel hodgson of you know the originator of mystery science he has down syndrome that guy his nephew does oh okay i was about to say i knew that i mean some of the comments are retarded so he was there and i got to actually meet him and talk to him wow very normal guy so it was a benefit normal for, height normal personality it was a benefit for like a the down syndrome foundation or something yeah yeah the los of the greater los angeles and area. joel hodgson was there with his uh, nephew I don't know if his nephew was there. I mean, when I was talking to him, it was just him. But his his brother was there, who's like the head of this this shindig called Twenty Wonder. They had a bunch of shit going on. Where where was in L.A.? Yeah, it was in L.A. Cul- Culver City. But uh, so did you full on nerd it nerd it up? Just like oh my oh, god, yeah. Joe, well, I, I, I was also dr- I drunk it up really too. <laughs> so I was laughing harder than anybody because they did like a live cinematic titanic performance which is what they do now it's not called mystery science theater anymore but it's the same thing so all the same guys who did the voices of the robots and all that shit they're all there oh, this, this is an, is this like a television series or is it it's a, on the internets they okay, sell so it for download it's a webisode in, in, it's like an in, they do it independently right now like like for you know like matthew sweet would do it or something okay so you could go to their website cinematic titanic and download yes. actual episodes yeah you might even be able to watch some samples is it the same shtick as uh, mystery science yeah so they, they're they're watching movies, they're watching movies and making and funny you see comments. the back of their heads right. and they just make comments yeah so it's that's really great. it's really it's funny the same show yeah it's the same show but that's kind of really funny when you're stoned or uh, with a couple stone people watching it because you're watching people make comments, and then you're stoned, and you're making comments. It's like a layered thing. Yeah, it's like many different levels of comedic comments. Well, comedic they're, they're funnier than you and your friends are, though. So usually you're just kind of annoyed with your friends that won't shut up. Was it so? What, what did they just play a whole movie for a bunch of retards? They did like clip, extended clips of movies, some of their greatest hits type of thing. They did a lightning round at the end <laughs> where they quickly switch between like funny parts of movies. But also, Sarah Silverman was there. She's retarded. Pretty much, if you ask me, not <laughs> clinically, but I mean, she's but a actually, hot retard. Yeah, and actually, she was. Uh, there were some people that were, you know, associated with this that were pissed off about it because she says the word retard in her act. She makes fun of retards. Um, so there were people that were kind of angry that she was there. There wasn't really a big like nobody booed her or anything. But I was talking to my friend who sort of was the one who suggested we go to this thing. Is more familiar with it, and my friend said that Sarah defended herself. By saying that she does this character up on stage and that she's actually, she doesn't think like that. She doesn't really think it's funny to make fun of retards, but she's ma- she thinks people who think that it's funny are funny. And she's making a social commentary on the type of people that would say that's funny. And I think she's totally full of shit. Yeah, not only is she self-indulgent, she's a liar. She's making tons <laughs> of money. She's become hugely famous and made tons of money. And she has a book deal right now for like millions of dollars. By making offensive jokes, if that's your thing, fucking own up to it, you cunt. Exactly. I mean, first of all, let, let, let me just state my feelings on Sarah Silverman. I find her extremely attractive. I think I'm genetically hotwired to want to have sex with her. <laughs> Everybody finds her extremely attractive. And that's but, uh, another thing that annoys me about her is she's constantly talking about how hideous she is, even though you know she fucking works out I like did, six she, hours a day. So attractive. But her humor, like I tried to watch that Sarah Silverman television show. I couldn't even get past the first 10 minutes. But I'm a cute, precocious Jew who's kind of stupid. But I just say what comes to my mind because I'm Sarah Silverman. Because I'm a cute Jew, I can make AIDS jokes. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's really... And not own up to the fact that I'm making AIDS jokes that are funny because they're offensive. That's what pisses me off. I don't find her humor funny because 
I just think it's too mannered. It's repetitive. It's, it's repetitive, and it's her cute little cutesy act that I just can't buy into. But the fact that she won't even own up mm-hmm. to being obnoxious and making uh, you know off-color jokes and off-color right. humor. That's what annoys me the most. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's like uh, Jerry Seinfeld saying, no, I don't observe things and make fun of them. <laughs> I think it's funny that people, other people observe things, and I'm making fun of the person who observed things. It's, what are you going to say next week when the drunk doll line rings and it's like, hey guys, this is Sarah Silverman. I used to think D was hot and I wanted to <laughs> fuck him, but now that I know he hates me, that deal's off. So Bye. you didn't get to meet Sarah Silverman on the jolt. No, so, no. so okay, she, Sarah, she didn't Silverman, min- Sarah Silverman wasn't mingling with the proles. Okay, I'm surprised the tards weren't attacking her. At least a tard activist. Yeah, I was but, surprised too. I, it, you know, it wouldn't surprise me though if Sarah Silverman is standing in one corner and Joel Hodgins the other corner. Mm-hmm. You just run over to the Joel corner. Oh, I'd be totally in the Joel corner. You know who <laughs> else was there? Which is kind of funny that I just remembered. I didn't even tell you before. Um, he wasn't doing this character, but do you remember Randy of the Redwoods? <laughs> Oh my God! Whatever happened to that guy from MTV? He does an original a, VJ. He does a different character now, and I was so drunk I couldn't even tell what he was trying, like what his shtick was. He was just being like a goofy, like hipster guy or Talk something. Talk about a guy who fell to the wayside. That dude's way too old to be a hipster. Um, be, no, probably, no, he was he's probably sired. Hipsters. When, when I say hipster, I don't mean like a Mission District Williamsburg hipster. I mean like a Kramer from Seinfeld type hipster, like an old goofy. Like, what does he look like these days? The same. <laughs> <laughs> still with that shock of red hair. And no, that no, but he, hippie he has kind of crazy glasses. hair and he still has those glasses. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Was he a comedian? Is that what got him out? He's a TV? comedian who was, was never very good. Yeah, like I, a like a like a Pee Wee Herman type comedian. What do you call that? Like a a character comedian, a like prop comedian, like character. Not prop. Do you not think prop. he hates character? Like, like a Pee Wee Herman old... type, or, or like a an Andy Kaufman type comedian. What do you call oh, that? Okay, just where you those... do a character and you don't get out of character. Oh, okay, where you're all you're constantly that. in that yeah. character. Yeah, you know who else was there? That I forgot to tell you is uh, the girl who plays Trudy from Reno Nine One One. She wasn't performing, but she was in the audience, and I was too scared to talk to her. Dude, I don't understand this. I mean, she was even outside smoking when I was outside smoking. I don't understand this. We can't even get Bridget the Midget to come on Sick and Wrong, but no. yet the Retard Foundation can get all these stars. Yeah, we well, need a retard co-host. Well, or just you know, why don't we have a benefit for your brother? He's sort of slow. I guess he is kind of slow. Maybe that would work. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm kind of jealous that you're mingling with the stars, but it's cool well, that's though just, that was that's, on your that's birthday. That's the life of a baller. Yeah, the life of a baller. But speaking of all that cat meat that I paid for everybody to eat. The cat meat, yes. Actually, it's a good segue, Rack Wackley. Um, <laughs> I was, I was did going to get to that. you have something else you are going to get into? No, I, I did have one other thing oh, I wanted go for to ask. It. The question that's We're on everybody's here. mind. We're not formal here. But, uh, you know, we, we, can, we can go into the cat meat. You, no, let's you do your thing. Let's okay, do your thing. Right, this right. is like a, one of those presentations at, you know, a business meeting. And, hey, everybody, uh, if you have a question, just don't, feel free to interrupt me, okay? Because that's how I work. I want this to be a two-way conversation. Well, it's kind of like you're giving your Oscars acceptance speech, and I just grab the mic out of your hands like, no, no, really, this is how we got the award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. When, no, when know, we get was, the podcast convention award, that's what's going to be. I about. was going to ask you the question on everyone's mind. Uh, you know, everyone heard about the birthday gift they got you last oh, yeah, week, right. uh, the, the RoboCunt. Uh-huh. Did you use the RoboCunt? For your birthday, I have to say that I haven't tried it yet. You didn't, you didn't get. Well, you're. I in can't LA. give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, you I didn't couldn't... bring it to LA with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this. It wouldn't. 
enhance the relationship. It would end the relationship. <laughs> it would have been great, though, if you got caught by airport security. You'd be like, what is that? It's, it's a bomb. jacking machine. <laughs> Do you have a problem with it? <laughs> so you didn't use it yet. No, well, here, and here's why, because you actually, I didn't bring it home from the show the other day because it was huge, but you kindly brought it over to the birthday thing. I had to show it to everybody at, at dinner. Yeah, but you carried it across the bay, and so I've been like on a, I was on a four-day bender. I couldn't use it then, because it's complicated, right? I got to configure this thing and hook it up to my computer. Are I you just, at least reading the manual, making preparations? I haven't had the patience. I have read the manual. That's what I mean. It's difficult. <laughs> Because I, I did think about using it. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll plug this thing in and use it. And then I start looking through the manual, and there's like 17 steps well, and logging in and registering and on the computer, well, on the tubes. More, you know, I mean, it's a lot more complicated than just sticking your dick in a cantaloupe You know, that you put in the microwave for 30 seconds. I don't even have 30 seconds of patience. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about spit and stroke, and even the spit is optional well we will be checking back I'll every use it. I'll week use it. i'm sure it's worth the extra effort i just haven't had the time oh you better use it or uh the real touch uh foundation is going to track you down <laughs> i'm sure they will. <laughs> you don't want that to happen no. but getting back to uh your excellent segue that i think i've thwarted twice already mm-hmm. let's get into it cat meat cat meat fed to us at the vietnamese restaurant actually they didn't even have any cat meat at that one i was disappointed no is it a myth Though, is it a myth? I know we brought it up on the show, and it's a constant recurring joke where we say, oh, yeah, the Chinese always eating their cat and their dog meat. Is it a myth, Waggerly? No, it's not a myth. And I think that's proven today. <laughs> I don't think that a restaurant in the United States is going to be serving cat meat. I bet you there's one in Chinatown. I don't want anybody to think we're against the Oriental peoples, because another, you, know, you know what they do in Europe is horse. Yeah, no, exactly. All over the place. They're eating horse everywhere. I, I do love how you use the term oriental. <laughs> <laughs> We're not against the east, oriental. The eastern peoples. <laughs> That's all oriental means, eastern. Occident- yeah. I'm occidental. They're from the orient. Oriental cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one... I, I, it's a word. What? No, it is. What, but so it's, somebody pointed out it applies to furniture, but not people. But then, what is food? It's is not more a like food is more like correct term anymore, though. For something, it is. Well, for food and objects. Not oh, for so people. it is food. Yeah, I think they said Oriental food is fine. No, I don't think. But they never say that. It's Asian food. Is Asian a, cuisine. Asian cuisine. I've heard. I've still heard Oriental well, like food. That's of the not Orient. the purpose of this intro. That's to not, debate this. Well, well, one thing is though, the food of the Orient is no longer. Cats and dogs. I think that's a proper use of the term. And food of the Orient. The food of the, the Orient. Orient is all right to say. So Chinese legal experts. I think China's really working hard to uh, revamp its image uh-huh. in, uh, in, as, a, as a world power. Even pro- after the Olympics, they're still working it. After Beijing. I think Beijing was the uh, catalyst. They're proposing a ban on eating dogs and cats in a contentious move to end a culinary tradition dating back thousands of years. Mm-hmm. The widespread ancient practice of eating dog meat and cat meat has grown increasingly distasteful for China's growing affluent, pet-loving middle class. Yeah, yeah. They want to be more more Occident, less Orient. (laughs) Exactly. I think they're they're, they're causing a revolution here. Yeah. I wonder if Chairman Mao ate dog. Uh, I might have heard that he was a vegetarian. Usually those dictators are vegetarians. Yeah, most dictators tend to be. So in ancient times, dog meat was considered a medicinal tonic. Hmm. Today, it's commonly available throughout the country, but particularly in the north, where dog stew is popular for its supposed warming qualities. Yeah. 
If you eat something that's warm, like stew, it generally is warming. Doesn't have Doesn't have to have dog. If you put in, you know, a bunch of sriracha, hirachi peppers, Szechuan well, peppers. I wonder, it's going to be warm. What I wonder about it, it says, you know, there's many areas of mainland China that are impoverished. It's true. Perhaps they don't have the money to buy chickens, goats, and uh, livestock, mm-hmm. but yet dogs run free. Uh, yeah, well. They're opportunists. So these are just, sadists. these are wild dogs that they're eating? Well, I think they, they say a lot of these dogs, actually, the, the dogs that, that what they're referring to here in uh, the, the, the Chinese people are proposing to ban on are, are the dog farms that they have uh-huh. in like Gangzhou and other areas. So, so if the dogs are, are banned from, as a food source, these people are going to starve. That's the argument. I don't think you can have it both ways. You can't say that it's, it's traditional and that it's got medicinal properties, but it's also all we have to eat. It's like, well, wh- which is it? Well, one thing, too, is are they able to ban, like, the eating of cats and dogs all throughout China? I mean, China's a huge country. Yeah, but they kind of rule with an iron fist. I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> I think they can do a lot that, it, you know, someplace like the United States isn't going to have a lot of control over you that, know, that meth is true. consumption. <laughs> that they can – because we don't have the same tools that China does. So in recent years, uh, such traditions, the traditions of dogging, are increasingly criticized by an affluent, pet-loving urban middle class. And I think mm-hmm. that's how China is changing now. Right. There's always been the ruling elite and the proletariat, the, the, the working class. And now I think, as you know, the, the country's becoming more affluent, uh, the, a middle class is developing. Right. In the same way that somebody who lives in Noe Valley is not going to eat a pork rind. <laughs> Yet somebody <laughs> who lives in, you know, rural, rural Alabama, no, not even the, well, maybe the tenderloin, but somebody but, who lives yeah. in rural Alabama is going to chow the shit out of a pork rind. Exactly. I think, I There's think a little bit of food snobbery. Well, you know, I mean, people in the middle class definitely have uh, different dietary and culinary habits mm-hmm. than the lower class. Although I did watch CNTV that uh, Bush 41, the older Bush, I don't, I don't know if you. Re- I don't know if you. No, no, no. That was some, maybe it was. <laughs> that was older Bush. But, I, but I saw on TV that he had declared the pork rind the presidential snack food. What? And he's wealthy. Wow, so that's Maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe it's a Texan thing or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you, Although you, he's from Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do you recall, though, when he puked on, like, the emperor of China or something? Yeah. I don't remember what he was eating. Maybe yeah, pork rinds. It set us back in foreign relations like 50 years. Yes, us and Japan were just on such odds with each other nowadays because he puked on them. So there's been videos circulating that have showed the maltreatment of farm dogs that have spurred protests at markets where the animals are bought and sold. Uh-huh. You know, uh, you got to be a heartless bastard to work on a dog farm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't, I don't see how. I mean, apparently you, you just can't view the animal as a companion. That's an animal that you got to be like. That's you're just a source of meat. But my point is, I mean, there's a fundamental difference between dogs, cats, and livestock, right? And I'll even put in horses with dogs and cats. And here's why I'll, I'll explain why. Because these animals have been bred to like coexist with humans in a helping way. Like horses were bred to ride around, right? But yeah, that's people genetically horses, why they though. are how they are now is because they were bred. To be ridden. And dogs were bred, you know, they were scavengers at one point, and then they were taken into our homes and bred to, like, hunt and help us herd our livestock. And same thing with cats. They, like, keep your home vermin free. So are you saying that this 
this dog that was at once a feral species. Well, that's a wolf or a coyote. Well, it's a, yeah, it's an ancestor. I don't have any th- problem with somebody eating a wolf. Or a <laughs> you can go and eat coyote if you want. Yeah, fine. Well, what if you bring a coyote into your house? Because a coyote's going to put up a fight when you try and murder it, <laughs> or whatever, cull it, or do you have slaughter. a problem with somebody eating a tiger or a? Uh... Not really. Okay, I so mean, other than they're endangered and like, yeah, you probably shouldn't kill the last tiger so you can have a tiger kebab. So you're if they if they were abundant, I have no problem with eating them, and I don't think there's any problem with dogs or cats going extinct. So your philosophy though is that the the animal has come down to being a companion rather than a uh, source of meat. Not even a companion, because people like say that like like people will have a rabbit that like oh this is my pet and it's my companion rabbit, but like I understand that rabbits are food. So then is it the mental capacity of the animal that determines yeah, whether yeah. it's Yeah, yeah. I mean, genetically, or... it's been bred to have certain mental and physical and genetic characteristics that are, like, weren't ever purposed to be food. So the morality of killing depends on the intelligence of the animal. Just the way that history has gone is not for us to eat dogs and cats. So what if you okay? What if you took? I'm just trying to be devil's advocate because I yeah, agree right. with you. Well, you're a vegetarian, so you think I'm, that anybody that eats meat is a, is like you know, but I'm Adolf not, Hitler. But I'm not morally opposed to eating meat, and I, I'm and so I'm kind of differ as like a, a typical vegetarian. Definitely, oh, yeah, sure. in contrast to most vegetarian, most vegans. Uh-huh. But as a, you know, I, I feel animals should be worn, not eaten. Uh-huh. I like leather pants. Right? Would I you wear? Would you wear cool. like a cat stole? Yeah, I, I don't like wearing cat. A cat suit, per se. <laughs> Unless it's made of cow. I don't tend to wear fur because I'm not a pimp um, or a male prostitute. Right. But um, no, okay. But, but my philosophy is cows and livestock and pigs are genetically produced to be eaten. Yes. Those animals are, you know, are farm-raised to be eaten. They're genetically produced to be eaten. And, you know, a dog and a cat is you know it's 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 been domesticated right it's it's an animal that you have in your home it's 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 crossed the line from food to pet yeah but i don't want to focus too much on just the fact that you have it in your home because like i said people have fish in their home that are their quote-unquote pets people have rabbits people you know somebody somewhere has a chicken that's their pet and I'm not saying that because somebody has a chicken that's their pet that you don't eat You're it. You're just saying or because a it's a helper animal? Because it's been genetically bred over thousands of years to be a helper animal, yes. Okay, so It's what been about- genetically bred to be a pet, not to be eaten. So what, what about a pot-bellied pig? A Vietnamese pot-bellied pig? Bacon. Yeah, but those, those things have also been bred to be, uh, you know, a they've been bred, Paris maybe, Hilton they've, carries one around with They've been her. bred to be cute, but they haven't I'm been... I'm thinking of Lindsay Lohan. They haven't been bred to, be, to like, do anything useful. It's so basically what, just a pig. What useful functions does a cat serve? It kills vermin. How many people have vermin in their house? Well, they, not anymore, because we're like a, stil- a stultified, you know, sissified culture. Okay, Wackerly. Let's say it's uh, you know the earthquake occurred. You're trapped in your house. Well, your girlfriend okay. has three cats. Another slippery slope. <laughs> I would eat you if I had to. Here, here, and here's here's a total tangent tangential point. Cows, sheep, lamb, chickens, pigs. They're not carnivores. You probably don't want to be eating carnivores, especially like. Carnivores like a Are dog that will lack eat anything. Well, it's just kind of gross. Yeah, but a pig eats anything. Not really. I mean, they mostly. I guess they eat slops. But I think if you left a pig to its own devices, it would like go around and eat like mar- you know mushrooms and shit. <laughs> Dude, right? You could feed a corpse to a pig. 
Oh, you're right there. But I don't think that I don't think the pigs that anybody's and eating goats, are, are goats being fed on, are being fed on corpses. I'd like to think not. But so okay, until recently. But 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 I, I don't let, let me let me close this point out. So a cow eats cheap ass grass, right? And then you have steaks. Cud. And you yeah. eat, well the cud used to be grass. Um the grass is cheap. So you got to feed a dog like meat products. Which are which are more expensive. So so now, I'm getting back to the point where like these poor Chinese people need to eat the dogs. I mean, I think it would be cheaper for them to like start harvesting uh, vegetables. Well, no, a <laughs> livestock that feeds on cheap vegetables rather than a dog that but now they, you have to grow some type of livestock for the dog to eat. Yeah, but they 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 they're not the ones that are operating the dog farms. These are the people that are eating stray dogs. Um, on the streets. Well, still, I mean, what, that dog's out there eating like you know rotten, you rotten meat and shit. And now you you're eating pictures it? of mainland China. They got like ducks. I under try their not arms to look at them. No teeth. I'm fine with eating duck too. So, <laughs> until recently, though, in Korea, dogs have never been considered to be pets. Right. So, I mean, they, so therefore, by the companion standard, it would be okay to eat them because they're not a companion. Koreans, but now in the city, Koreans raise pet dogs. But in the country. They raise meat dogs, which are known as junk dogs and lower-grade dogs. So is it a dog or is it a coyote? No, it's a dog, but you don't become a lower-grade dog with, like, an IQ test or something. I still think You're just born in the wrong place. At some point in the history of time, they got these dogs from somebody that bred them. You know, the dogs were were migrated from somewhere where they were bred to be... Uh, working animals. But what I'm saying is they're not going out giving him, you know, giving Fido a bone and a, you know, a tennis ball and playing fetch with a thing. The thing's in a cage. It's being fattened for, specifically for meat to be eaten. Right, but I'm saying it still has a genetically bred code that's got it to where it, where it is. I mean, it's not all nurture, some of it's nature. So what if you nurtured... It's naturally like, wrong. What if you nurtured a, a lamb, which uh, people eat all the time in the Middle East? But I'm saying I don't really care about nurture. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not. Work. I'm not against this on a nur- on a nurture from a nurturing standpoint. From a nurturing standpoint, if you give your kid a pig and you say this is your pet pig, and then you let him keep it for a year, and then on Christmas you you kill it and you say now eat your pet pig, I have a problem with that from a nurturing standpoint. You nurtured the pig to be the kid's pet. You nurtured nurtured your kid to have this pet pig. And you're an asshole for now trying to make your kid eat a ham steak <laughs> that's like looking at your kid. So you're saying if, if so if the animal's never been nurtured, it's okay to eat it? No, I'm saying even in this case, I don't even with the dogs and cats, I don't even care about the nurturing factor. I'm saying nature, genetically, over thousands of years, these animals have been bred animal. for something else, not to be eaten. Yeah, exactly. I think the the differentiation, or at least the justification that they use, is they they claim dogs you raise at home you don't eat the do- the kind that uh, that are raised for eating happens at at farms at dog right. farms yeah so you know they- this is this argument and I'm gonna totally invoke uh, whatever that rule is Godwin's law it's like well yeah I mean you know if they're Jewish we put them in the concentration camp and put them in the <laughs> oven but you know these people that are white and and you know evolve or whatever you know their cultures go back into the caucasus mountains or whatatever well, because there's caucasian jews or caucasian people are i don't know what the though, fuck i'm talking about but there's something there to do with hitler <laughs> <laughs> well people are claiming 
that's entirely self-serving for China to do this. Like all that China is really concerned with is not the health of its people Mm -hmm. or the morality even in question here. It's basically they're just trying to change their image in view of the Western world. So is it fair? That's true. Is it fair to their people whose livelihood, I mean, so restaurants depend on this, uh, this cuisine, is it fair for a, govern- a government to come out and ban a food entirely? I mean, dude, it's like they're imposing like, uh, prison sentences and uh, uh, fines of up to uh, 500,000 yuan. Well, no. I mean, that, that's, that's the iron fist we're talking about. They should phase it in. They should say, you know, like... We're going to do this count whatever province by province, start in the more wealthy areas and and move it out and say look like look in ten years we're going to get rid of the, this is going to be banned and you people with dog restaurants the dog is going to have to phase it, whole, it out yeah it gives a new meaning to the doggy diner well I um, think it's difficult to though to impose a law like this and just expect everyone to follow it immediately but then to enforce it right. martially. The heavy I, ju- I just yeah to, to come down with a heavy hand, especially yeah. when it's something that's uh, so ingrained in within your culture. Yeah, if I, I mean, was in China in like some weird province, I would eat dog. You would try it. Yeah, you did just well, what? Would you eat dog or cat first? Both. If you had to I don't choose? care. I'm not like disgusting. I'm not, I, I I'm against it on a on a big picture scale, and I'm trying to express that. But you know, I would eat it. So people, this is episode two seventeen here. Is sick and wrong. It's amazing that we're already, uh, dude, we're approaching 225 episodes. Isn't that when we get to stop? I, you know, I don't remember when no. we get to stop. Yeah, good thing. Adam and Eve has us under contract now. Yeah. So a uh, quick recap of last week's show, episode 216. We did three listener stories, three good ones, actually. Listener one sent a story about uh, Linda Stein, the realtor, realtor to the stars who was bludgeoned to death. Listener two um, sent a story about an ACDC quadriplegic fan who um, blinded himself at a show. And listener three sent a story about a grim raper who uh, frightens bedwetters. So uh, the, the story that won episode 216 was the ACDC quadriplegic. Yeah. 161 votes. Wow. Apparently people have a lot of sympathy for that guy. Impaled on his own pointing stick. So listener two won episode 216 with 161 votes. Listener three, the grim raper story came in second with 62 and poor Linda Stein only got 21 votes. Apparently, people thought the bitch had it coming. Well, she had a good life. She had a decent life, yeah. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items here of the week on the show. Audience votes and winner gets Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, you can send your listener submission to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com or submit them directly via the forum, which you can link to right off our main page at sickandwrongpodcast.com. Before we get to this week's shows for episode 217, how about a quick word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, yeah, you're right, Wackerly. It's uh, Masturbation March, right? Marchturbation. Marchturbation Month. So go to AdamandEve.com, type in DIDDLE, and, uh, yeah, buy yourself a masturbation sleeve. So uh, I'm not sure if uh, you started last week, Wackerly. So why don't I kick off episode 217 with my first listener submission? Thank you. 
So this story uh, came in courtesy of Richard from uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Hmm. Kazoo. Uh, yeah, Kazoo. Um, you know, my uh, sister lived there for a while. So did my brother. Yeah, went to Western Michigan, fine academic institution. I wonder if they ever hooked up. Yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to find out. <laughs> um, ex-lover speaks about man accused of performing illegal circumcisions. And no, this man was not a rabbi. You know, some people are wondering out there, but he's not. Do you have to get a special license? I mean, I mean, you obviously have to have some type of a degree to practice the Talmud, the Talmudic profession. But do you have to get a special license to do? Because you're basically doing a surgical operation if you're a rabbi, like from the state medical bar. To like, I'm going to be cutting off penises. You know, I, tips. I'm, my father's a rabbi. I'm not a rabbi. I'm also not a moil. He's the person who actually does the cutting. Uh huh. Uh, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> but I'm asking your opinion as a professional <laughs> podcaster. But from my professional experience here, I'd say James Bond needs a license to kill. Uh-huh. So I imagine if uh, you, know, you perform circumcisions, you need a license to chop. But, that, but at the same time, not to play devil's advocate, but um, wouldn't that be the state interfering with religious beliefs and practices? I think it's just the state enforcing health codes. Because, you know, if, if you let anybody, you know, that guy say, well, I'm, you know, I, I have my own cult and I like to chop off men's penises. Mm-hmm. You can't just let anybody chop off a man's penis. Right, but... Uh, you you got to know how to do it. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of us. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of my cult, <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> but We're no, kind you, of a big deal. But the, the rabbis actually don't do the cutting. The moils do the cutting. The moils are usually doctors. Actually, oh, the Moyles are really? always doctors. Yeah. Well, most doctors are yeah, Jewish. So. So. <laughs> so new information's coming to light about a uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan man who deputies say portrayed himself as a doctor and not performed a Jew. surgeries, including circumcisions. And no, he's not a Jew. I think after your sister left Kalamazoo, that was like it for the Jews in Kalamazoo. <laughs> I think the Jewish gone. population became zero at right. that point. Not a lot there. So this guy's name is Thomas Hugel. Which isn't a Jewish name at all. If it was Hugelberg or Hugelstein or Hugelbergstein. What about Kugel? Now, that's Jewish. <laughs> but this is Hugel. Okay. Yeah. Thomas Sounds Hugel German. has been charged with having an unauthorized medical practice and performing an occupation without a license, both of which are felonies. Deputies think that he may have performed procedures on people who were convinced he was a medical doctor. So I, I wonder this, Wackley. How difficult it is to convince the uh, the denizens of Kalamazoo and uh, nearby Pawpaw that that man that lives in the trailer next door is a medical doctor? Not very hard. <laughs> I, I don't think it, I think it's just like. So what do you need? Liver transplant? Yeah, yeah I know this guy. He'll do it for uh, you know six pack of Pamps Blue Ribbon <laughs> and a pack of Marlboro Reds. Non-ironically like, drank Pabst Blue Ribbon, by the way. <laughs> like, because Fully he, earnest yeah, Pabst Blue Ribbon. He drank Pabst Blue Ribbon out of necessity. If you just buy one of those big round mirrors and put it on your head, that's pretty much all you need. Yeah. And then you Look, he's got a mirror. He's a doctor. A man who says he's Hugel's ex-boyfriend uh, spoke to the news channel here. He says he didn't want to be identified, so they just call him Jim. Mm-hmm. Jim says that uh, he alerted police. He felt it wasn't right what uh, Thomas was doing. Mm-hmm. Jim says he watched Hugo perform many circumcisions. Oh, then... really? Many? <laughs> How long did it take him before he figured out this wasn't right? <laughs> well, a little it while. Was, it was a circumcision of a 21-year-old man from Canada who apparently was retarded. 
But he was like, you know what? It's just plain wrong. You're breaking the law here. Right. That's a retard penis. Was he a Canadian you know, student in Kalamazoo? Because it's not like Kalamazoo's close to Canada. Yeah, I wonder if he traveled all the way down just yeah. to get his dick circumcised. It's a good uh, question. Circumcised. Yeah. So Jim says that at first, I thought he was joking. I thought he was just, you know, piercings is one thing. When you cut somebody's skin off, remove it, and enjoy it, there's something wrong with that. Well, you should enjoy everything you do in life. That's just a good rule to live by. Well, but dude, if I tell you I'm going to, you know, hey, D, why don't you come over to my place on Sunday because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut a guy's foreskin off. <laughs> and you go, okay, that's funny. I'm coming over. You're probably just going to give him a Prince Albert. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I question uh, uh, Thomas's sense of humor here because it doesn't sound very and funny to me. And Jim's. Yeah, and how Jim interprets his sense of humor. Uh. Because uh, circumcision, and uh, especially circumcision, uh, when one doesn't give up, when it's non-consensual circumcision. It's true. Which I guess is what the Jews do every, every, uh, when a kid's born. Yeah, but when a kid's that little, isn't he, doesn't he consent to everything? <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> Sorry. I still don't see how it's that funny of a joke. So uh, Jim asked uh, Thomas Hugo to get help. He said, you know what? You're breaking the law. You need to get help. After you need to all, call. If we're going ha- to be doing this at your house, you need to call a moil. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> you need a professional in here. Yeah. After all, he said he's not a doctor and he isn't formally trained. But this is what made him go to police. And still to this day, he do- uh, Thomas doesn't think he did anything wrong. And he still thinks he's right. So he went to police, turned him in. Um, apparently, that uh, ended the relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a level of distrust or if it's... If your girlfriend suddenly was circumcising people in her... Uh, does she have a two-bedroom apartment? One. Okay, one-bedroom apartment. Let's say she converted the walk-in closet to a circumcision room. Yeah. Would you break up with her? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the last straw yeah straw yeah. that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. circumcision but what uh, let's say the dude was giving apadravas or whatever uh piercings yeah how different is that well, not, he's not cutting the end of the guy's dick off he's removing some skin yeah but in uh with circumcision you're actually performing surgery as opposed to jamming, jamming a-, a rod through the end of my cock is any different I, you know, uh, personally... Does that require a license? I, I think you actually... Get re- you, know, I don't, you know, I think you do have to get licensed through the state in order to be a piercer. I mean, I'm looking at your plugs or gauges or whatever you're calling them today, you kids. And, I mean, that looks like it's pretty, um, you know, uh, involved procedure. Your, yeah, your earlobes are stretched way out. I mean, but it was how much different is that? Piercer. It was performed by a piercer who's, right. uh, you know, probably been trained and probably has to uh, pass, like, a state board for a health exam or something. You really think so? Well, I'd like to think so <laughs> because, uh, you know, I, I did go to his office and... Uh, or tongue piercings. I mean, that can get infected. Or clit piercings. Yeah. You know, I never understood the clit piercings. Neither do I. You know, seriously. I like, don't even understand why... It's like sticking a washer in the most delicious roast beef sandwich. <laughs> it's no sense at all. That's a good one. I don't even understand this whole uh, getting a blowjob from, from a girl with a pierced tongue. I don't understand how that's supposed to be nice. You know, people it's say... It's like, I don't, want a, I don't want a metal rod jammed up against my nuts and shaft. Well, people say it enhances sexual satisfaction, and I think they lie. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I really I think it's think buyer's remorse. Like, what are you going to say? You did it now. <laughs> you got to say something about it. 
So uh, Jim says uh, the reason he thinks this is wrong is because he he saw that Thomas Hugo took se- sexual satisfaction from cutting other men's uh, the skin from other men's penises off. So he had a giant boner. He says, I could see enjoyment on his face when he was doing it. Well, I think the fact that he was naked, (laughs) big-ass boner, and he's just laughing hysterically. (laughs) Yeah, I think that might be wrong. Uh, uh, But I guess uh, the neighbor here says, a lot of people these days want to get piercings and uh, whatnot. They want to get their body altered and whatnot, and they want to do it the cheapest way possible. It's not right. Their lives are in danger, and this man just takes advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, Wackerly? Is he taking advantage of people here? Is he um, deceiving people, exploiting these people? Well, I read that to, the, to achieve his own sexual. I read uh, that this kid who got a, you know the, the most recent uh, procedure was like slow. I think he was developmentally disabled. Developmentally yes. disabled, and that actually Doesn't take that much. Uh, you don't need to. Uh, do all that much to uh, deceive a developmentally stable person. Well, you don't even have to do that much to deceive uh, a regularly developmentally. How can you tell the developmentally disabled from the normal people that live in uh, Paw Paw, Michigan? Oh, uh, you know, if they can count on both hands. <laughs> if they can count higher than 10, they're doing pretty good. I know my Tom's tables. But it's easy. To, I mean, you could shame anybody into this. Just That's to, true. You know, tell them that their penis is disgusting and... I gotta remove that skin. Yeah, it's just that the smart person would get a second opinion. <laughs> they would nope. ask Jim, like, "Is this cool?" And Jim would have been like, "No, dude, it's not. Run, run." He, you're gonna give him a boner. That's why he's doing it. <laughs> just, shh, just so on the sick and wrong star scale, is he wrong? What do you think? Yeah, he's wrong. So, what do you give this story? Four. I'm gonna give this a four point five because he's not Jewish. What did he do with the foreskins? That's the that's the reason I'm actually going to give it a four point five. Is if this guy was dirty, taking, dirty things. If he was taking sexual satisfaction from cutting off uh, men's, you know, the tips of men's penises, I bet you he was making cock rings out of those foreskins for himself or whoever made cock ring parties, tongue rings, inviting all his friends over. <laughs> what does the moil? What does the moil do with the foreskin? Um, I don't know if they pickle it. Kugel? Uh, you know, Kugel. <laughs> <laughs> Making the matzo ball. I'm not yeah. sure. So yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.5. What do you have for episode 217? Well, I don't want to shit on Asia too much. <laughs> God, here we go again. Everyone thinks we're biased. We're not biased. Hey, towards, the stories uh, come as they come, and we just tell them. A South Korean police have arrested a couple for starving their three-month-old daughter to death while they devoted hours to playing a computer game that involved, wait for it, raising a virtual character <laughs> of a young girl. Was this sent in by a listener, or is this like a... Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to read Or is this your hobby, Wacker? I forgot to read the intro. You're a fan of that game. Uh, A listener says, saw this, thought it was kind of fucked up, because I play video games a lot. Don't think I would forget to feed the kid. Robert. I don't think he has a kid yet. He's just assuming that if he did have one, he wouldn't forget, but... I've done some marathon gaming sessions myself. So, so do you think Robert plays World of Nursery Craft? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of game is this? I'll get into that. All right. This is a, it's actually a 41-year-old man and a 25-year-old woman. Damn, dude. Which is, uh, I think it sounds like a bigger deal in, in the West. I think the sort of less development, the less developed, developed? 
Yes. Yeah, less developed countries. Less developed countries. It's more common for an older man to, to be married to a younger woman because more marriages are based on economic conditions rather than love, true love, which, which is bullshit anyway. I don't think it's anyways. necessarily wrong. No, I, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I don't think it, this is... I mean, it's weird to, to, if this was in, you know, like Kalamazoo, but... Believe me, when I'm 41, I expect to be dating a 25-year-old. Let me know how that works out for you. Because <laughs> this podcast will be so huge by what, then. What podcast will that be, by the way? 4,000? Episode 8 million. Let me make a note here. 25-year-old. <laughs> question mark? Question mark? <laughs> they only occasionally... Oh, sorry. I, I missed a sentence here. Um, so, so, you know, they were playing this game, and uh, they had this daughter, which they only occasionally would... So they don't even have their own computers. <laughs> Let what me just say that they're Asian and they don't have computers. They go to internet cafes, gaming cafes. You know, those are—I've heard those are incredibly popular in that area of the world, and just disgusting with people who like haven't showered for five days. I mean, They're I think like zitty and bo, yeah, just gross and drinking Red Pants Bull and, 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 and just, the air milk. is just full filled with you know South Korean cigarette smoke, which yeah. I'm sure smells awful, disgusting. So they would go out to these things, and they would only occasionally drop by to feed their daughter powdered milk. So this girl wasn't even, you know, doing her lactation duties. How old was this kid? Uh, three months. Wow. The guy says, you know, after this has all happened, I am sorry for what I did, and I hope that my daughter does not suffer anymore in heaven. <laughs> Hilarious. So how, how's their virtual child faring through all this? <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. The husband is quoted, he was quoted saying to the Asia One website, which I guess is a popular news outlet, uh, the couple had become obsessed with uh, raising a virtual girl called Anima. No, no mention in the article of what their real daughter's name was, so we know what the focus of the article is. The virtual girl was called Anima. and the po- Anima or Anima? Anima. Okay, all right. There's a difference. With an A at right. the beginning. Okay. And the popular role-playing game was called Prius Online, which is similar to Second Life. So it's called Prius Online, not to be confused with the, the shitty Toyota that Toyota kills you. Toyota Prius, yeah, that, that can kill people. Yeah. Uh, the couple seemed to have lost their will to live a normal life because they didn't have jobs, and their baby that they uh, neglected to death was premature, which you'd think, you know, you don't have a job, a lot of time on your hands. Maybe you should take even better care of your premature baby. Yeah, it seems like you'd have more time yeah. to commit The to hospital had released it, obviously, to your care, so it wasn't you know, on the verge of death. Uh, all you had to really do was kind of feed it more and maybe change his diaper once in a while, but that was too much for them. They, uh, to, to console themselves, they indulged themselves in the online game of raising, raising a virtual character so as to escape from reality, which in turn led to the death of their real baby, which made their <laughs> lives shittier. So it's a vicious cycle. Exactly. Last December, after a 12-hour gaming session, the couple came home to, in the morning to find their daughter dead. The couple then fled to the, uh, to the wife's parents' house in Yangju, Gyeonggi province, but they were picked up on Monday. And I'm sure the, you know, the South Korean mama-san, you know, the grandma, just gave yeah. them a vicious tongue lashing because grandmas love their grandkids. And plus, grandmothers don't like virtual grandkids. They like real No, grandkids. not at all. But, they, you know, in South Korea, maybe they do. Who knows? Yeah, no, I don't know how it works. Oh, yeah. Real granddaughter dead. How is Anima? <laughs> Did you bring me picture? Did she like virtual sweater I gave her for 
South Korean Christmas, whatever that is. <laughs> Actually, I think there's a lot of Christians in South Korea, so maybe they have regular Christmas. They might. They so might this care. just caps off actually like a couple years of horrible uh, virtual gaming related uh, mishaps and horror shows in in South Korea, which I'm sure everybody's heard and I'm not going to go too into. But like there was that kid who killed his mom because she nagged him for spending too much time on the game. And after he murdered her, he went to the Internet Cafe and kept playing his game. And then there was like been lots of people who just collapsed and died at these Internet Cafes because they forget to eat or shit. And so it's a big problem, and uh, you know politicians are trying to come up with some idea to curb it. And I think, and I fully support them because I've always felt video games are Satan's pastime. Uh, Seriously, though, Wackerly, how many times have you played a video <laughs> game and completely ignored the world around you? Completely enthralled with this video game, you forgot to go to the bathroom, you put on a diaper, you were uh, smoking marijuana for the for two days straight. You mean this week? <laughs> How many times you this know, week? It's been a while since I've had a video game system, being that I don't even have a TV. <laughs> and it's not because... <laughs> oh, oh, Madden! Yeah, uh, but I'm saying... Not even like a new Madden, but like an older Madden that was already like never, two years out of date that you would play for just hours and hours and swear at the TV and... And throw, throw my the, controller, and you yeah. And you wouldn't even like pull up a chair. You would like kneel on the floor like three feet in front of the TV... Because my eyesight. And five hours later, I come back, and you're still kneeling there like like that guy from that TV show, Kung Fu. But that Fu. was like a few years ago. It was like two years ago, three years ago. But what well, I'm you saying... You just said you can't remember that. I remember it. You remember No, it. but all I'm saying is, that it's, is I feel that I've lost contact with video games. They've gone beyond me. Two years isn't that long. Yeah, you're but only, I was at my one, brother's one house. You're only one his, system behind. I was looking at his PlayStation 3, and that thing is amazing. It is amazing. It, it, there's games on there that I don't even understand. I can't even fathom. Yeah, but, but because it's so amazing is, is why if I were to bring one here and hook it up, you would be totally sucked in. I probably would. I, I probably would. But why do you think people are the, you know, become so enthralled with this virtual world that they ignore their existence around them. But they South Korea, their own responsibilities. Like, South Korea, especially the Asians. South Korea is just an... It's, I think it's because, you know, their cities are dirty, economic conditions maybe kind of suck. Although I think South Korea is doing pretty good. But, they eat uh, dog egg rolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's like Cal Gun take me away, you know? It's crazy, though. It's like, <laughs> back in the 70s, you know, women would get buy this magical elixir Cal Gun, and that would take them away, and then they would take, like... Little yellow helpers or whatever, but, uh, but nowadays that, it's it's online. You know, Starcraft or or uh, what's that one called? Uh, I forget. But uh, you know, this you know, Second Life. World that sort of thing. Yeah. But the thing is with uh, with Asians, which I don't even understand. If you didn't have a video game system, would you be going to an internet cafe to play video games for eight hours a day? Maybe I mean, you just. I mean, I mean, I don't have a video game system. I'm not going to an internet cafe to play video games. Yeah, but you're online. There's a difference. Many, I'm not like, no, uh, no, no, no. They this they point out specifically. It's not just gaming. It's online addiction. So okay, so it's being online. Well, that's porn. That's completely <laughs> different. That's my sex life. Porn okay? <laughs> chat rooms. You know, checking your podcast statistics versus other podcast rankings. Oh Jesus, dude! If, if that's the case, okay, I'm yes. addicted. Sign me up. It's a good thing you don't have a baby. Yeah, no, I would ignore the fuck out of that thing. I think you might even kill your virtual baby. I'm glad you don't even have one of those. <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale, 
The fact that they let their baby starve to death, not even giving it breast milk, giving it powdered milk, yeah. I, and I think playing and and playing, you know, uh, not even playing video games, but raising this raising virtual, virtual child. Baby. So it's like if they were going there and they're playing like a separate video game, like something like you know Gears of War or, or Gods yeah. of War or what's that God of War three. <laughs> There's yeah, both of those are God of War three, Gears, Gears of War, War a God of War, yeah. or uh, that new new game Heavy Rain. If they were playing something like that, right. I'd be like, all right, well that's cool, that's understandable. But the fact that they're going to yeah. a video cafe and playing a, a game about raising another child, right. I'm giving this a five star. Was this anything like a Tamagotchi? <laughs> Remember those things? <laughs> yeah, those little things. I'm giving it a five. I give it a five star. It's pretty horrifying because I mean. It was already born premature, and then they were then they were only feeding it powdered milk, and then they stopped feeding it powdered milk. That'd yeah. be a disgusting so start to death. Yeah, just a little sort of stick figure, really. Yeah, I imagine you could probably flush. Looked it. Looked like a bundle of chopsticks. You could probably flush it if they had a toilet. They probably didn't. They probably <laughs> just had a, just hole a hole in the ground. <laughs> just drop it through. So the third story we got here came from uh, Chandra. Which is such a stripper name, isn't it? Or, you know, a, a congressional aide that gets murdered in a park <laughs> by, a, by an illegal immigrant. Is. She goes, I thought by now razors were more or less a thing of the past. Anyway, why use anything sharp near the nethers? Enjoying the show as always. Looking forward to Wackley's review on his birthday present. Oh, yeah. Sorry to disappoint you coming. there, Chandra, but uh, maybe next week. I'm really pulling it together this week. Take it easy, Chandra. So what she's referring to is a woman uh, in Florida here who crashed while shaving her bikini area. Florida Highway Trooper Gary Dunick was not surprised when he came to the scene of car crash caused by a woman who was distracted while shaving her bikini area. Her, her crotch. Her crotch. Her genital yes. region. She wasn't shaving the hair off her nipples. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a different bikini. Which, uh, maybe she had done that before, but yeah. uh, she felt the need to... Give a quick shave down there on the uh, Punana region while she was driving. Mm-hmm. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, she wasn't driving. Well, she was driving. She was in the driver's seat. Oh. But someone else was operating the wheel. Was steering. She wasn't steering. steering. Maybe that's part of the problem. Megan Barnes, 37-year-old woman um, from uh, the Florida Keys, uh, caused a car crash when she had her ex-husband take the wheel from the passenger seat while she shaved her bikini area. The Keys, huh? Yeah, the Keys. Yeah. Florida Keys. It's, it's way very down the southern place. area. Of, uh, I've been there. Yeah, they're very strange. Yes. Uh, I've been to Key West once, and probably that's enough. Barnes was meeting her boyfriend in Key West and told authorities that she wanted to be ready for the visit. Quote, unquote. I, find it I like funny, a woman who's ready. I find it funny that her ex-husband, who's riding in the car with her, mm-hmm. it's totally cool that it's like, baby, yeah, yeah, shave your bikini area for your your new boyfriend. That's totally cool. I'm, right. I'm down with steering the car for you. Yeah. You know, not, we, don't switch, we don't want to switch seats or anything. Uh, if you saw a picture of this woman, you do not want to see her nether regions. But um, <laughs> don't, don't speak for yourself. <laughs> Dude, she looks like Jerry Blank from Strangers or Candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't even want to picture it. Barnes crashed into the back of a 2006 Chevrolet truck. That's why you never trust the passenger to steer your car properly. Have you ever been in that position? I hate that. Yes. Because most of driving is the gas and the brake. You know? well, most of I mean, what, the it's because what are you going to do? Like, oh, a giant boulder fell in the way. I guess I'll steer us off into the ravine to save us. You know, really what you want to be in control of is the brake. 
Well, I used to love back in the day when we used to drive around a lot and get high. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the driver would be like, oh, I want to take a hit off this bowl, so would you take the wheel? Yeah, it's a like, giant so four-foot bong. Yeah, you're this high person who's sitting next to you in the passenger seat, right. not in the driver's seat, yeah. is steering the car while you're operating the gas and the brake, taking a hit off of, of a three-foot bong. Right. Meanwhile, you're staring cross-eyed at the carb hole instead of looking at the road. I well, I used to say I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, yeah. you you should wait till we pull over and we can smoke somewhere. Right, you're driving, we're all getting baked. You get the hot box effect. That's what nothing's wrong with Roadhead. Now, Roadhead's a completely different story. You know, if I, uh, mm. <laughs> okay. but dude, I've steered before while my girlfriend was, uh, you know, giving me uh, some Roadhead. Yeah, <laughs> completely I don't different. Story. I don't approve. <laughs> So the passenger's name was David Schaff, uh, who had slowed down to make a right-hand turn uh, when uh, Barnes' 1995 Thunderbird uh, hit this uh, 2006 Chevrolet truck at 45 miles per hour, hmm. which was actually within the uh, speed limit. She was maintaining the speed limit, she the was, posted yeah, limit. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Um, Florida, Florida Highway Patrol spokesman Alex Annunziato said that Barnes then drove Half a mile further down the road, where she switched seats with her ex-husband, Charles, so it looked like she had not been driving. And then stopped and waited for the cops to come? Uh, you know, it didn't really say exactly. I, th- I think she might, might have stopped. She definitely fled the scene. That's fleeing the scene. Yeah. You drive half a mile down the street. But the, the fact of the matter is, she shouldn't have been driving in the first place. The day before this accident, she just got uh, convicted and sentenced to nine months of probation for a DUI. Oh. And driving with a suspended license. She's probably a little drunk on this day, too. I imagine she was drunk or high on something. I think they do a lot of meth. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Keys. no, trust me, they do, because I stopped at a gas station and had a lengthy conversation with a meth head, with no shirt on, obviously. <laughs> is there any other kind of meth head when I was in the Keys? So her ex-husband, who jumped into the driver's seat, had burns from the passenger side airbag that proved he had not been in the driver's seat. You know what probably <laughs> proved, though, that he hadn't been in the driver's seat? It's her discarded pubic hair that was probably all over the seat. And I would hope shaving cream and or gel. Because I hope she's just not barebacking it with the razor down there. Because that's not going to leave a good effect. No, I, I, I couldn't even imagine that. It's like it's got to be all chafed and, and red. And furthermore, for a, good, for a good manicuring down there, I mean, you really need to get like back by the butthole. Which I don't see how you're going to do that if your feet are working the pedals. Yeah, I wonder, do you, do you Although think- you should really only be working the pedals in an automatic with one foot. So I guess if you had, like, one foot out the window on the <laughs> rear view mirror when you're doing the brake and gas with the... Okay, I can see how that would work. Because you really if, need... What ladies, if there's a clutch? What if you really it's not need to automatic? get back there by the butthole. And what you really need to be waxing it. Yeah, that's true. Actually. It was. It had to be an automatic. <laughs> if, it, if this was a manual transmission, the story is just too, too fucked up. My question is, though, was she wearing pants? She yeah, mu- yeah. I mean, she must have been wearing a skirt. A skirt or had just had the pants all the way off. But seriously, though, I, I completely agree with Wackley. I'm, I'm hoping that there was some shaving cream involved. Because if not, it, it probably would have looked like you know, a bulldog eating a jelly donut. Yeah, I mean, at, at that point, just, just leave, yeah. leave the thatch. You know? I mean, it's just, if you're going to do, do, do a bad job, it looks worse than just not doing it at Although all. Although I do like a woman who wants to come prepared for her ex-boyfriend, I, yeah. I, or for her new boyfriend. I just right. feel that she should plan ahead of time. Yeah, I like the woman to, to spend the whole day prior preparing. <laughs> that, that's even better. And sort of just last-minute preparation. So if Barnes Maybe a breath can... mint. <laughs> While you're driving to the day, put a breath mint in. 
that's the type of thing you should be, you know, last minute, you know, taking care of the final detail. No, I, I think that's a good yeah. idea. Breathman's fine. Shaving the pussy should have been on the night before. If Barnes is convicted, she could face the maximum sentence of a year in jail for <laughs> violating her probation. Yeah, but a year in a Florida jail is like the equivalent of like seven years in a jail anywhere else. Yeah, I imagine in a, a lot of toothless wonders. A lot of inbreeding goes on in Florida right. jail. So on the sick and wrong star scale, okay, yeah, she was shaving her pussy and uh, not paying attention to the road. Right. She didn't kill this person. She just hit him going 45 and flipped the seat. Yeah, fucked up his, you know, mini truck. Yeah, I, I feel that if uh, there was maybe a little more death, maybe if um, she had been like hit the guy and then ripped off the side of her labia, I'd probably give it a little higher. But a gator again, climbs up on the road and eats the labia. Yeah, then I, I think I'd probably score it a little higher. But then yeah. again, we're not into conjecture here on Sick and Wrong. We no. judge what really happened. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a three point five. Um, I'm giving it a. F- I'm going to give it an extra half a point. Get it up to four. Just because of the stench that the drivers behind her must have had to deal with. <laughs> and they're probably vacationing, like, ooh, the, the, the keys smell a little rank down here. Must be tuna season. The tuna are spawning. I do love the fact, though, that in Florida, you can divorce a man and he'll still drive with you in the car and steer your vehicle right. while you shave your pussy on your way to your new boyfriend's house. Well, he definitely had an angle. I mean, he was going to make like a big meth pickup or something. Yeah, or Key something. West, or, and go, I, then I, go I, back up to Key Largo. She's probably buying him a six-pack for going along with the ride. Which is, you know, justifiable. Or there might have been, he might have been pulling a train on her. Who knows? Pulling it's the Florida train. Keys. That's the wobbly age? Yeah. <laughs> but, it could be a know. wobbly H, a wobbly alphabet. Okay. <laughs> that they you down there. You never. You Depends what no kind idea. of train you're talking about. Yeah. People, you can decide who won episode 17. Go vote, sickandwrongpodcast.com. We're actually about to get to the part of the show where we do phone calls. People can call the Sick and Wrong hotline at 206 666 3846. You can also email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. I know we have a few good phone calls this week, but before that, here's a quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I was just pleasuring myself to your podcast. Hey, sick and wrong listeners, want to add some spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, Two adult DVDs and a product so sensual, I cannot even mention it on this podcast. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkouts. Love you, boys. Now I'm going to go back to having some fun. So there you go, people. Go to adamandeve.com. It's uh, March Sturbation Month here. It's type little, in DIDDLE when you, when you check out. Somebody on the forum suggested Mammary March, but I don't... Do they have like what are you gonna do like a breast hassle? Yeah, we're gonna do breast exams. It just sounds weird and nipple creepy. clamps. Well, I, maybe I, there's I, a lot of stuff you can get there. I, well, who knows? <laughs> maybe we'll do that next month for April. Actually, I kind of like asshole April. A- Areola April. Areola April. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. That might work. Uh, people, you can call the sick and wrong drunk dial line. We got a few calls here. Two zero six 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 three eight four six is the number. We got a, a couple emails too. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Oh, let's get to uh, call number one there, Wacker. Here it comes. Check it wrong. What's going on, Lance? The other guy. This is 
Mojo's man. I haven't called in in a while. Man. Did you just say the I other care. guy? Oh, uh, I think he said Lance and whoever. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Which is funny because once in a while you'll host a show without me. I very rarely ever host a show without you. Almost never. So. Although uh, that was great when you did. Because my iPhone was fucking up, and I could not download the podcast that I have, and I'm catching up. Anyways, I just got a really quick second wrong spot for you. I'm a barge. I like that report on his iPod. Did he say his iPod or his iPhone? Whichever. <laughs> it was fucking up, and he couldn't download the show. What I, what I find funny about that is that this guy has an iPhone. It doesn't have a computer. Mm-hmm. I, didn't mean, I don't think he can do that. I didn't think it was possible either, but... Uh, maybe, we're, we're, he, maybe he configured it on his friend's computer. I don't know. You think if if you owned an iPhone, you probably have a computer. Yeah. But I'm gonna configure. I, I don't have a computer, but I have an iPhone and an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all eyes. Let's carry on. Bartender, and I'm still at the bar, but we just closed down at fucking six in the morning, and we had this pitch tonight. She comes in and she's already fucking trashed, but she's the hot blonde with big tits. And where do they close the bar at 6 a.m.? I don't know. He must be, like, uh, in New York or something. Or Vegas. Vegas, maybe. Yeah. Did, I, did he say where he was from? I, he maybe did, but I, I probably talked over it. So he's a bartender. He's at this bar. It's open till 6, and there's uh, some hot chick comes in. With big tits, and she's blonde and hot. Yeah. And she's asking for shots. And I'm like, okay, fucking right. I'm just going to need somebody to take her home later. I'm going to diddle her in the bathroom, which will be my job. Uh, that's my tip. And uh, she fucking takes like three or four shots straight ground, ground oil, so they got the dinner set, which is cool. And uh, all of a sudden she disappears. And it's a very slow night. There's like me, three other guys, and her. So it was like, where the fuck she go? Like, she leave? No, I don't know. So we go like, hey, you know, we go look. She's in the female bathroom, the women's bathroom, with her pants around her ankles, on the floor, covered in shit. Like, not that she came out of the stall after she shit. Like, she tried to, like, shit on the floor. And she, it, it, what it looked like is she fell down, passed out, and then shit on herself all over the fucking floor. Mm. So imagine the, the hottest fucking blonde, big fake tits, just, just the hottest bitch you've ever met in your life, covered in shit. And lo and behold, one of the guys that was here, drunk as fuck, is like, I'd still do her. That's my second wrong story for this week. Love you guys. <laughs> Miss you guys. Uh, happy St. Patty fucking day. Happy birthday, man. Uh, I know your birthday's on the 4th. Or wait, yours is on the 6th. Either way. Happy birthday. Sing along. Keep us all. That's just it. Ah, cocaine is a hell of a drug. So did the guy... It was a great ending. Did the guy <laughs> convert on his promise? Yeah, or I wonder. You know, it, it, it I mean, did he say I would still fuck her, or I am still going to fuck her? Yeah, she's passed out, so I imagine he could have taken advantage. Smelling salts, you wake her up enough to get her in your car back to your apartment. He brings up an interesting uh, thought experiment, though. Here, Wagger. So think about it this way: he's at the hottest blonde. Let's, for argument's sake, uh, Pamela Anderson in her prime. So did Baywatch, right. what, nineteen eighty-eight? Sure, eighty-nine. She, like her second Playboy spread. I yeah. Think, she or Anna Nicole Smith in her prime. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> <Go back laughs> I'm reaching. But let's say there. Like, like I said before, I don't fuck to In your bar, <laughs> wasted, 
Yeah, okay. She might have passed out in her own feces, but she still wants to get it on. Would you? And so she's conscious and wants to get it on, but she's covered in shit. And she's like, does she, does she she's really? She's not completely passed out. She's conscious, and she's just like, come here. And she grabs you and starts pulling open your, your belt. So she's totally oblivious to the fact she's, that she's covered in shit. She's, she's not so like, wasted. She she's not like, realize. oh my god, I, I'm so embarrassed. I, I'm, I'm covered in my own shit, but I'm really hot for you. Take me back to your place. I'll shower up and have hot monkey sex. It's like she doesn't even know that there's shit She's on her. She's oblivious to the shit that's she just lining her backside and her back. Yeah. I'm going to have to say no. You say no? Even if it's Pamela Anderson in her prime? Do you... I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to say no. Can I, can, can, I, can I get it through her head? Like, look, you have shit all over you. <laughs> Let me clean it off. Then we'll get it on. What were you gonna spray her down with the uh, the water nozzle at the bar? Yeah, <laughs> that could be kind of hot. Yeah, you know I couldn't do it. I, I seriously would be disgusted. Even if it's the hottest chick in the world, I'd be like, you know, listen, I'll, I'll take a shower with you first, and then I'll bang you. But I'm not gonna be able to do this right now. I, I don't bathroom. want everybody to write in because everybody loves to point out contradictions in the show. And I think last week we talked about how like. If some chick had like a little bit of a wiping mishap and there was like a brown streak that she didn't know about. I mean, you're talking about like caked on shit, right? I'm saying, dude, she passed out in her own poo, in her own like excrement, a lot, a lot and it was it, all over her back it. and on like, her like thighs. She, like she was in Vegas and she was at like the all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet. <laughs> yeah, there were pieces of shrimp in there, you know, uh, remnants of that, that's, see, Long the, Island iced tea. The fact that it's everywhere and all over everything, I mean, that's what's deterring me. So you're just saying, okay, if it was one little kernel of poo, you'd be and fine with it? she missed and she, you know... <laughs> Because I because I hate it when people point out contradictions that I don't think are contradictions. So if you point cool. out a real contradiction, I'll own up to it. But what I'm saying is this you're is cool, not. You're cool with a couple dingleberries, but when I'm it's not a cool whole with like, it, but it's <laughs> not it's not a deal breaker. Which is coded. okay, all right. That's if it's all going. over her pants and like upper ba- rooster tail, upper back to, in part in, in her hair is sort of in it. <laughs> that's bad. I agree, but, but I imagine though it's funny though when you get these girls that come into bars, they're so unruly. I find it interesting. I've did never we, worked at a bar. I, I did work at a bar, but I was way back in the dishwasher section, and nobody's giving the dishwasher guy any We were talking to our friend Sky last week, and he had to pull out a girl in a headlock, like lift her up and throw her out of the bar because she was trying to attack him and smashing well, wine bottles. Yeah, I think she had mental problems. Who knows about this one? I mean, what do you think this girl was trying to do in the bathroom? Do you think she was trying to, like, you know, write something in feces? Because he said that she was, she purposely shit on the floor. Why would a girl do that? No, I think he's just saying she was just really drunk and, and missed the and toilet. Thought she was in the toilet. Dude, I've know. been wasted before and I didn't miss the toilet. Uh, that, that's kind of a, just a weird logical statement. You have been wis- wasted before. You haven't missed the toilet. That's not to say you're never going to be so wasted <laughs> that you miss the toilet. That's still a complete possibility. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I guess it could happen. I, I'm, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. She probably passed out in the bathroom, and just shit herself. Yeah. That's, That's what I think happened. happened. She um, she passed out on the floor, had a dream that she was on a toilet, and the next thing she knew, she's covered in shit. I'd like to think that these guys woke her up, washed her off, put her in yeah, a cab, and put sent her, in her, a on cab, her, her way home. Gave her some aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt it. What's that call number two? Seventy-six bucks. you six bucks? Three minutes. It's going to be tough. Finishing up my shift. Delivering pizza. It's fucking 15 in the morning. Saturday night, Sunday morning in Houston, Texas. 
seen enough fucking affliction shirt wearing drunk douchebags with bad fucking jersey short hair to kill myself. I imagine Pizza Guy's probably got to deal with a lot of guys in Ed Hardy and Affliction shirts. <laughs> Can you tell the difference between an Ed Hardy and an Affliction shirt? Well, I think the Affliction shirts say Affliction on them, uh-huh. like somewhere on the shirt. Uh-huh. Whereas Ed Hardy's usually just a, tiger. Kind of a flashy design or a tiger or something. I'll look for the Affliction label next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for shirts. But uh, believe me, you probably don't want to deliver pizza to them at one in the morning. Why so many guys? I mean, are they? What are all these dudes in Houston wearing these shirts for? Is there like, like is there a college or something? That's how you get bitches in Houston, don't you know that? You're a baller. <laughs> I'm not that big a baller. <laughs> I'm not getting any bitches. So I used to be a social worker. Uh, long story. Hmm. <laughs> wait, okay, wait a second. Did I miss something? He said, I'm delivering pizzas in Houston to guys in, in uh, affliction shirts. And now he said, I used to be a social worker. Which, if he had a like a Pakistani accent, then it would make total sense. Because then you always get the cab driver who's like, yes, I used to be a brain surgeon in well, that, that makes sense in, in Nepal. But he sounds like yeah. he's a native. You know, no, native totally of the native. of the United States. So. Well, it sounds like he's from Houston. How do you go from being social worker... To pizza guy. I think we're going to have to ask this guy to call back in and tell that story because I don't think he explains it. I think the purpose of this call is a different story, but I okay. am interested. About that, anyway. So, the high school in a pretty run-down part of town here in Houston. There's a line outside the boys' bathroom. Finally, the line gets so long during lunch, one of the teachers gets in to check it out. There's a girl in a stall giving blowjobs. Sounds awesome, right? Here's the fucked up part. She was charging a dollar. Maybe you guys remember being 16. Can you imagine getting a blowjob for a buck? That girl could have charged five bucks and increased her profit like 500%. And still, it would have been like a fucking deal of the century, but it was a dollar. Fast forward a couple of years. Told that story a hundred times. Fast forward a couple of years. Telling it at a party. Turns out... Girl's fiance was a I like this is the guy's go-to party story. <laughs> I assume that this is a co-ed party with girls and guys. Oh, man, I was at this high school. And there's this big line. This girl's giving blowjobs for a dollar. High five! <laughs> What's great about it, too, is his delivery. Mm. It's so deadpan. Yeah. It's so dead on. I mean, he's done this story multiple times before. And it's like uh, economic manifest destiny. He's like, she should have raised her profit margin. That stupid bitch. hundred times. Yeah. So he's yeah. telling it again at a party. Yeah. After the hundredth time. The teacher at that school and I was a social worker there and I got the rest of the fucking story. Here it is. The reason it was a dollar, she was a special ed kid. That's right. She was fucking retarded. And, uh, and somebody was pimping her out in the bathroom. Dollar blowjobs. Was that somebody a social worker at the school that then later on had to go become, <laughs> become a pizza, pizza delivery guy. driver? <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. Maybe speculation. What up? I'm going back to the store, clocking out. I'm getting fucking drunk. Fuck you. Peace. I'm gonna go get a blowjob from a special aid kid. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna be a pizza delivery driver, you should get a job at a pizza place that also serves alcohol. 
so you can get after hours alcohol. Well, you know, part of the thing is it's like you could work at like a pizza or a Domino's or no, something. And you're going to be working with a bunch of Arabic dudes and uh, dudes, and you're going to be delivering pizza, come back, whatever, get your paycheck and leave it. Yeah. You work at like a, a restaurant that serves pizza, you're probably going to work in hot chicks or waitresses. Yeah, waitresses, right. And you're sitting there cooking the pizza, you're going to be shagging them afterwards. Well, no, this guy's delivering the pizza, but that, that's but still, almost even better because he doesn't back smell. And drink beer. He's yeah. the best smelling dude in the place. You would definitely get some ass. He's probably picked up a bunch of like joints yep. from delivering pizzas. Yep. Like, can't tip you, man, but here's a J. Or, hey, baby, what are you doing after work? You want to smoke a J in my car? Yeah. That leads to a blowjob. So he's bringing girls back from the deliveries and he's going to hook up with a waitress? This dude's awesome. <laughs> Dude, no, but this guy sounds like he works at, like Domino's or something. Uh, or, maybe. Uh, you never Or uh, Papa John's. Didn't she used to work at Little Caesars? Yeah, and I <laughs> never got any ass. I never got any ass at that place. You did shove the breadsticks in your ass, though. Hey, you know, it's pleasurable. They, 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 you know, that's kind of what you use them for. <laughs> so this guy kind of is describing a scene out of like Gummo. Like you remember that dude in Gummo that was like furiously like rubbing his nipple and yeah, pimping out his right. sister. Yeah, I mean, and then Harmony Karine effectively pimped out the actual developmentally disabled girl by casting her by in the casting role. casting her in the role. I, yeah. yeah as, right. uh, as, One uh, step sorry, removed. Yeah, exactly. Nice but job, still, Harmony. the same job. Um, but you, you know what, though? Is it necessarily wrong to uh, charge a dollar for a blowjob from a retarded person if they don't really know that they're doing anything that's wrong? If they just think, okay, I'm having sexy fun time explosion here. Mm-hmm. For a buck, and I'm getting money for Skittles. Yeah, she doesn't get the whole dollar because some of it goes to the pimp. Oh yeah, I forgot. Probably about most that. of it. Yeah, why was that guy? Three, three out of every two. It's a pity that that guy didn't have more of the business acumen of the social ex social worker slash pizza delivery guy. Yeah, really. It would have made a lot more money. I don't know. Would you pay five bucks <laughs> for a blowjob from a tard? You said it, not me. Now or then? <laughs> then. <laughs> no. no, come on. Let's be, let's be honest now. <laughs> now, yeah, probably. <laughs> Would you give a blowjob then for five bucks? Think of all the Atari games. Yeah, that would have been nice. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Thought experiment for the audience. Six, six blowjobs and you can buy Space Invaders. Yeah, that's true. And we know how addictive games were back then. They Yeah, dude. I, I spent Glad hours. nobody offered. Countless hours. Yeah. What's uh, the final call here? Call number three. Hey, this is uh, Paramedic84 from Chicago. I haven't talked to you fuckers for a while, so I thought I'd give you a call tell you a shit story. Magnificent abs on this guy. Oh, this is that guy. Yeah, is this, this the is guy that, guy that called in with a story of the dude with the telephone cord in his dick? Yeah. Okay. This guy has great stories. This is the guy who, there's there's that forum thread about uh, post a pic of your girlfriends or your conquests. I mean, it was just made for this guy because he pulls really hot ass because he's like, kinda, you know, works out or something. And then he just, but he didn't really post that many pictures. A little disappointing. Uh, this was in college. I had a house with a bunch of my friends and uh, we threw a big Halloween party. Uh, next morning, wake up and there's some guy dressed as a clown just passed out pissed drunk on our couch no idea who the fuck he is but he's wearing the stupid clown outfit so uh what we do is we take off his pants and uh took a shit in his pants then put them back on him all of these dudes <laughs> I, just, I just love the fact that okay a there's a guy in a clown outfit that's just randomly at their party that nobody knows yeah and b they're like well, what do we do? 
That's what we do. We yeah. take his pants off and we shit in him. That's what we do. In is is that what you do when a clown, a guy in a clown suit passes out of your house? I think it kind of is. Okay, so if he was wearing normal clothing, you'd have been like, ah, that's cool, man. We'll give you, you just slap the we'll shit out of him. We'll make an in the no, morning. No, no, no. You'd slap the shit out of him and you know kick his ass out to the street, but this is a guy in a fucking clown outfit. It's like, we got to take a shit in those funny clown pants. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, the guy woke up about uh, eh, probably two hours later while we were all hanging out in the kitchen and uh, discovered the turd in his pants, uh, screamed, and this guy just booked it out of the house. Still don't know who he was, but uh, yeah, just a nice little prank you guys can uh, pull on the uh, next person that passes out of the party. So uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong, peace. A person or clown that passes out of your party? I guess it's anybody. <laughs> Contrary you know, to what I just said. Honestly, the, he's lucky that... Uh, he wasn't waking up with his asshole raped. <laughs> you know, it sounds yeah. like it. But I always did want to rape a clown. <laughs> it's funny though because you there's know, a it, name for this. You know, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny though to me that the first thing that would occur to these dudes that lived in this house and saw this guy in a clown suit, it's like, let's go give that clown choggle pants. The choggles. The choggles. They gave the clown the choggles. Although I've always heard that the choggles is when you. Do it to your girlfriend and or one night stand or, you know, skank that you picked up Is from it? the bar. I always thought the choggle... Okay, so what we mean by choggle pants, when you shit in somebody else's pants and they put them on unawares. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be the girl that you just had sex with, though. So it's... You're supposed to do it just to a girl. I always thought that. You can't just give it a choggles to a stranger? Choggle pants? If it's a girl... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if... They, I'm not so sure about choggling a dude. Wouldn't you have videotaped this if you were part of this whole choggle pants posse? Well, he said this was a while back when he was in college. So maybe, oh, okay. Maybe know, video cameras video weren't camera. prevalent There's no when YouTube I was in college. back then. Yeah, no. no. We but is that gay? That. To choggle Ooh. a dude? You know, I guess Or for a girl a, to choggle another girl? That's it, still gay, but it's too hot, though. Yeah, no, it's hot if a girl does it. But, but if no, a guy choggles a you guy... You bring up an it. interesting point, Wackily, that uh, definitely bears discussion. So these guys had to remove this man's pants. So here's a group of fellas removing this random stranger clown's pants. Mm -hmm. Then taking a shit in those pants together. Yeah. And then putting the pants back on the guy. At least partially. That's kind of gay. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little gay? Well, you're focusing on removing the pants. But remember, this guy went on to become a paramedic. Do seen, clowns don't wear underwear. Of, he's seen lots of balls. Do clowns wear underwear? But seeing balls is part of his everyday job. And I assume he may be training to do that back then. So I'm not saying it's as gay as like if he like licked his taint or something. Licked the clown taint. or No, it's not that gay. Or buggered the guy. It's a little I'm gay. I'm just saying it's a little gay to remove a man's pants, take a shit in them, and put the pants back on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's funny. Believe it is me, funny. it's hey, funny. Something being gay doesn't mean it's not funny. But if I was at the party, I'd have been like, dude, you should totally do this. And when they're like, well, why don't you do it this time? I'd be like, yeah, I don't think so. It's a little gay. I would say, I'll do it if you do it, and we mingle our shits, which is also kind of gay. <laughs> Just mingling your <laughs> shit you with another swap man. swap mud? No, I'm not swapping it. We're, <laughs> we're shitting into the same receptacle. Oh, we're mingling. Okay. Mingling, not swapping. Swapping is a whole different thing. I think they're both a little gay there, Wackily. <laughs> I'm not sure. But thank you, Paramedic. Uh, that, still a good story. As it's still always, funny. a great story from that guy. That guy's two for two. Uh, people call the Sick or Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We always love to hear from you. 
Uh, so we got an email here to the Sigaron Podcast at hotmail.com address. Um, Quicksilver writes in. He goes, hey, guys. I'm listening to uh, one of your recent episodes, and you're talking about the killer whale till I come. Mm-hmm. Till I come. It's till amazing come. that you guys came up with the till I come relation. Because I spent a lot of time in a small town south of Tacoma, Washington, called Tillicum. <laughs> and since it is right across the freeway from Fort Lewis, where I was stationed, it became the local cruising strip and meat market. And even back then, because, because of its name and function, we called it Till I Come. Wow. Because that's how long we cruised till we came. Oh, keep this guy's gay himself? Quicksilver. I, I don't think he was... I don't think this is necessarily gay. I think oh, he he's not using he's not using cruising in the in the typical Dude, format you know, of the word. It pisses me off when the gays hijack words. Cruising, <laughs> no, okay, they they hijack rainbows. All right, rainbows is theirs now. That's fine. Yeah. Unicorns. Rainbows, unicorns, Pegasus. You like you like unicorns. You like Pegasus. You know, if you yeah. like Pegasus, you're automatically you're gay. considered gay. Pisses me off. Cruising. You know, Tom Cruise. The right. Tom Cruise back in the 80s wasn't considered gay. No, but then the word cruise became associated with, you know, tooling for anus, going to malls and, and right. hanging out in bathrooms, stomping on your feet like Republican senators. It's like it became gay all of a sudden. Yeah. Why? You know, cruising used to just be a word. I'm cruising around, going to go to the mall, going to go play a few video games at the arcade. It's fine. Yeah, Completely but he, he <laughs> this emailer saying cruising was something you did till you came. And yeah, don't but dude, can't you do that with? Don't chicks? tell me heterosexual guys are cruising around and getting ass and coming. No, the only way that works is if you're gay and other gay dudes are like, "Hey, are you cruising around looking for a blowjob? I'm cruising around looking to give a blowjob." That's why they get the term because they're the only ones that it's working for nowadays. But this was in the late '80s. In the so, late, it was not working in the late '80s for dude, heterosexuals either. In the late '80s, girls maybe be, heterosexual girls could cruise, but. I was never in cruised upon. In the late upon. 80s, in the late 80s, because you're, you're way too young, but in the late 80s, if you were like a 19-year-old dude in like a you know, poison cover band, cruising around the Sunset Strip, you were getting some ass. Really? And I think this was Where the, did you read this? I think this was the Washington version of the, of the Sunset Strip. Tacoma. South of Tacoma. <laughs> not, even, I come. not even Tacoma? That's not the Sunset Strip. So what, what do you think Striper, this is like? <laughs> Motley Crue isn't hanging out south of Tacoma. You think this is like a big gay commune in south of Washington where they, everyone just kind of hangs out and, uh, and uh, has sex till they come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, dude. Or maybe this guy's exaggerating. Like, he, he was never coming. I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it was a cruising strip. I think or maybe to this day, he's still cruising because he still hasn't came from this, and he's still thinking it's going to happen. And I hate to break it to you, dude, but this male heterosexual cruising for women is not, is not working. I beg to differ. I think in the 80s, cruising was a heterosexual term. And now, in the, in the, in the late 90s, 2000s, it became co-opted by gays um, and became okay. a gay term specifically. Well, I don't Maybe get, they shared it. I don't want to do knows? an hour of etymological <laughs> debate with you, but 
It's all semantics. Let's just agree to, to disagree. But Quicksilver, why don't you call in and explain to us, uh, were you tooling for some anus back then in uh, Till I Come? Male anus. Or, uh, yeah, male anus. Or were you at a strip club, you know, or were you in Motley Crue? <laughs> People, you can email us at cigarongpodcast at hotmail.com. Motley Crue, Northern Division. <laughs> Northern franchise. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest uh, Motley crew. Uh, people, join the Sick and Wrong Forum if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? Go sign up for it. We got over 4,500 people on there right now and uh, new members every day. Actually, we're kind of nearing the 5,000 mark. Yeah, but word of warning, Soft and Warm Week is over. I was about to ask you that. So Soft and Warm Week's officially done. People are back to their old habits. Yes. All right. Did you... It's, uh, it's Did ridiculous. you come through with your promise? Did you post a picture of sick and wrong shaved in uh, your chest? Dude. I, did, I, I haven't been on the forum a couple Look days. Oh, it! my God. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to encourage you because I didn't want it to happen to your pubic region next time. How big do, how big do you think my balls are? It was hard <laughs> enough to use this big canvas. How did you do that? With a, I have a, a beard trimmer. <laughs> you just are like slowly, like as if you're mowing the lawn. It itches like fuck, and it's really hard to <laughs> to write letters in your own chest in reverse while looking in the mirror. I'll tell you that, my friend. I'm sure. And speaking of magnificent abs, it's up there on the forum. <laughs> no, so there you go. So There's an it's incentive. More like, it's more like magnificent ab, <laughs> a abdominal lump. <laughs> there you go. There's a reason to join the forum right there. Go see yes. Wackerly's magnificent ab. And I have like these re- weird nipples that are way too far apart. I don't know what's up with that. And then somebody pointed out, like, did you accidentally like hit below your nipple where there's no hair? No, that's just naturally no <laughs> hair grows there. There's weird sort of like melanoma abnormalities on my chest. It's it's like a safari. Just Dude, looking at the picture. I imagine your girlfriend must have loved. Uh, oh, she's not allowed. She's not allowed on the. Or did she see? No, but did she see that this weekend? Was she like, "What does your no. shirt say?" S and W. No, no, I just <laughs> shaved it last night as I got back from. Oh, okay, life. I would love to hear how you explained it to her. I'm hoping it grows in because before this so comes. Su- you're so sweet and wet, darling. <laughs> I'm hoping it grows in before this weekend. Yeah, or we'll just you. be doing it in the dark. Also, go check out Trucker Paul's YouTube page. Quite interesting. Yes. It gives you uh, further I'm insight it, I'm into that man's fl- life. I'm hoping it flourishes. Yeah, same with me, I want to see more and more. I would like to see more and more. Um, uh, also, uh, now's your chance to go to iTunes and subscribe to Sick and Wrong. I actually think most of our listeners tend to listen to the show via iTunes. Yeah, it's a much better interface than our shitty webpage, which is going to be improved upon. Yeah, actually, yeah, our webpage soon will be uh, improved, improved upon. But uh, for right now, and even when our webpage, we have the new and improved Sick and Wrong webpage launch, make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe to the show on iTunes, and give us a five brown star rating. Leave us a nice witty comment. There actually have been a couple witty comments as of uh, recent. I don't know, do you ever go there and sort by recent comments? Oh, yeah, all the time, obsessively. It, it's funny, because some people insult us, but they do it like through this thinly veil of like sar- this thin veil of sarcasm. Yes, backhanded comments. Yeah, I Compliment. do love their backhanded comments. But I, it, I liked the uh, review that was for a totally different show. What show? <laughs> I don't know, but it, it somehow was commenting on how we did a great review of local things to do in Las Vegas, and you know, even people who are from Las Vegas would approve of our show and how we pointed out all these great sites to see when you're in Las Vegas, which 
isn't what the show's about at all. <laughs> I guess that person's never listened to it. Still our gave show. us a five star though, so thanks, dude. Yeah, more power to you. Yeah. I, I little, do like that. He was a little confused by the idea. <laughs> I'm sure Obama didn't get that five star from him. No. He hates Vegas. He does. So thank you though for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us uh, all those nice five brown star ratings. And uh, it gives us great exposure. We appreciate that. Also, the best way, as you know this, best way to help us out is to buy a tee from the Sickerong store. We have stickers available as well. It's better than making a donation because you're actually advertising the show. So go to SickerongPodcast.com, click on store, and buy a fine Sickerong tee right now. Finally here, the Sickerong song of the week uh, is actually a dedication by me. To my favorite hip hopper. It's my favorite rap artist of all time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you had one. Christopher Wallace, otherwise known as the Notorious B.I.G. Dude, I, I idolize that guy. I think he's amazing. So somebody came out with a song, you know, tri- a tribute to him? No, actually, it's the anniversary of uh, Biggie's death today. Oh. He died March 9th, 1997. So I say we tip our glasses. That was a long time ago. To the Notorious B.I.G. Big. Biggie, Biggie. He was killed in a drive-by outside the Soul Train Music Awards in Los Angeles on uh, March 9, 1997. The murder has never been officially solved, though an ongoing feud with Death Row Records may have had something to do with it. So in tribute to my favorite rapper, Notorious B.I.G., we're going to end the show with Ten Crack Commandments, Mm -hmm. my favorite Biggie song. Okay. So uh, people will be back next week with episode 218. Until then... Take it, please. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, it's the ten crack commandments. Why? Uh, uh. Man, can't tell me nothing about this coke. Can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed, my hustling niggas. Uh. Niggas on the corner. I ain't forget you, niggas. My triple B niggas. In this game for years, uh, it made me an animal. It's rules to the shit. Uh-huh. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get your game on track, not your wig pushed back. Rule number uno never let no one know how much dough you hold. Cause you know the cheddar breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two. Never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Take it from your honors. Uh-huh. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mom's a set that ass up, properly gassed up. Hoodie the masked up. For that fast buck, uh-huh. she be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four, know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want an ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You think a crackhead paying your back, shit, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. Number eight, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck from police. Uh-huh. If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting. Number ten, a strong word called consignment. Strictly for live men, not for freshmen. Uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no. Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell, snow. 
follow these rules, you'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up. If not, 24 years on the wake up. Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up. Caretaker did your makeup. When you pass, your girl fuck my man Jacob. Heard in three weeks, she sniffed a whole half a cake up. Heard she suck a good dick and could hook a steak up. Gotta go, gotta go, more pots to bake up. Word up, uh. Crack King, Frank Wizard. movie just make you mad anything uh i mean anything tim burton does makes me mad. <coughs> he needs he's a, he he's needs like, to change up his cast he's, a he's super, like john hughes he's a super john hughes is the like he, you know he's designed to have a shtick you know well so is tim burton no he's not i mean he Dude, was like tim burton is the gothic shtick yeah but tim burton when he started out had the gothic shtick but it, i i always thought it was understood that it was like I'm an indie director and I can do this, so I'm doing it because I'm into it. But you know, you hope that like an indie director who makes it huge doesn't totally like always fall back on the thing that he started. He's a one-trick pony. He's got Edward Penis hands. He's got. I just don't think he has to. I mean, is he? He's got Nightmare Before Christmas. He's dark and gothy. Is he really that untalented? I think so. I think he's one-dimensional. He's and and not to mention he's like that. you know that theater kid that only hangs out with the theater crowd. I don't know. I, I think one you, I, think I don't even, think he can produce a drama. What do you want him to do? Like a fucking rom com? No, I don't want to do a rom com. He can still do like weird story based things, but just like like David Lynch, do a different style. Yeah, well, David Lynch always does weird movies, and his, he always has the same style. But like all of his movies are weird, and I just don't. Tim Burton's movies, if you take out the like, it's so dark and eerie. The stories aren't weird. You know, and if he and he has like the full, Tim Burton has even more of like the full uh, support of the studio system than David Lynch does. I mean, that's dude, t- Disney does movies. Yeah, for Warner yeah. Brothers. I still <clears throat> think David Lynch probably has not a hard time, but still has to like a sell his ideas. Time, yeah. yeah, and Tim Burton, I just think like. Hey, I want to do, uh, you know, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Go figure. In the Chocolate yeah. Factory. No, but that is even though he's a kitty diddler. That's why I appreciate Roman why Polanski. Why do you say he's a kitty? No, Roman Polanski. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman Polanski will do something like Rosemary's Baby and then do like a political thriller. He's all over the place and it shows yeah, how he I can be a universal director. I won't watch a movie by him anymore. At least any of the ones that come out now. Why? Yeah. Because you think he needs to be tried for his crimes? I just don't support him as a person. And who are you, Cotton Mather? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Cotton Mather is. Um... I just think like okay yeah Tim Burton do do Willy Wonka do Alice in Wonderland but like in between those movies like do a, like a vanity project 
or do something. This but he is doesn't. Where, he just does the big obvious bullshit, and the mo- and he does them in an obvious bullshitty way. This is what I want to see. I want to see him do a movie without Johnny Depp, without Helena Bonham Carter, and without any other like Crispin Glover or any other goth figurine. Right. And then do a movie that's not a cutesy, you know. Quirky, gothic, but at the movie. same time dark. Yeah, well, he could do a movie like a, a true crime movie, a true crime. Yeah, narrative. do something that's that's like harshly dark, not yeah. like cartoonishly dark. I've, yeah, exactly. That's what I want to see, and then he'll gain my respect back. I'll still go. But he's, see. Not, he's not doing that. Why isn't he doing it? Because he doesn't need to, dude. Think of the fucking <laughs> cash cow that Alice in Wonderland will be. But that's what makes me shit on him because it's like. No, nah, dude, he's like Michael I know Bay. He he's I, like Michael Bay, but of goth director. No, but Michael, Michael Bay is a retard who likes watching things explode. So Tim Burton's a retard that likes gothic, creepy, eerie things. So make a harshly dark, gothic, creepy thing. He can't, because he's he can. not David Lynch. He's only cute. All right, fine. Yeah, that's, that's my theory. That's why I think, I think he's an asshole. I'll still go All right, see that's the been movie, uh, sick, and wrong, right. sick and Wrong Movie Review. <laughs> for the extra footage. Yeah, for that, the, the extra at the end. Fuck <clears> you, <throat> Tim Burton. All right, hold on one second.